everybody, welcome to Track Smack. I'm Rob. I'm Coach. I'm Lizelle. And here we are, uh, about to head into the last race, the championship race at Phoenix, uh, recapping Texas and Martinsville. How are you doing, gentlemen? Doing okay. <laughs> um, as good as we can be in the, the circumstances, I guess, with uh, all the weird things that are going on in the world right now. Um, let's talk about uh, that last, but before we talk about Martinsville, let's talk about the race that we didn't schmack, the Texas race. Anyone have any thoughts about that race at all? I'll, I'll just reiterate the uh, the idea I think we had at uh, Michigan. Um, moving those, moving that track to a restrictor plate track with the package they have was a good idea. It is astounding that cars can run that close together, still be competitive towards the end of a race with a track that big and runs that long. Ten years ago somebody would have won that race with an eight second lead and it would have been ridiculous. So uh, compete is up. And um, while I have definitely criticized uh, restrictor packages and rules changes in the past, this is a good one. Like they have done a good job. Oh, this sounds giving me a big thumbs down. What's your opinion, sir? I've, I've, well, no, I've got a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about the rotation of like the last, Oh, six, six races as it relates to going into Phoenix. You feel like the tracks were, were fair enough? Did you feel like there was enough variation in the racing per track? Uh, I get what you're saying. And I don't, I think Texas and Kansas right after each other or Kentucky or whatever, whatever the track it is. Um, I think it was a bad idea. I think. The fact that we had a Martinsville, we had a Talladega, even though I don't like it, um, and we had one of those 1.5 milers um, and and a road you know road course and stuff like that. That's good, um, but the fact that we had those two mile and a halfs afterwards, like I thought the, the previous set of three races was a good mix, and this last three was not a good mix. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think Talladega, Texas, and Kansas, all those big fast tracks with the same. Restrictor package is like, well, if you're good at that, if you've got a good package and you're good at that restrictor plate racing, you'll be set up for the championship. So, yeah, it needs to be a little bit more diverse there. Mm-hmm. In the new schedule in next year, is the final race still in Phoenix or is it changing every year? Because it used to be New Hampshire. It's Phoenix again next year. It's Phoenix again next year. Interesting. Yeah, they have basically the same playoff schedule. least two short track races just so we can have some more fisticuffs because <laughs> NASCAR needs that. And uh, I would I would take a short track over Texas or over Kansas for sure. But um yeah next next year the playoff races are the same. So so nuts to that. So uh let's move on to Martinsville. Um overall what'd you guys think of that race before we get into details? <laughs> I'm always going to love a Martinsville. It's a uh-huh. short track. Uh, it's a flatter track. It's, you know, you got to set a guy up. Sometimes you got to move a guy out of the way. You get great views. I love that, like, bumper cam right against the track when they're, you know, uh, hitting on somebody's glowing brake rotors and all mm-hmm. that stuff. There's the curb. Sometimes you hit the curb, and that messes up your corner, and then that gets you with somebody. I mean, I'm always going to love a Martinsville. One of my favorite tracks to watch. 
So. When it's a late season race, there's always going to be some controversy at the end. <laughs> that's why I'm like building for two short track races because there's always some pretty good controversy. Yeah. And uh, we had a little bit. I felt like we had a little bit on Sunday. How did you guys feel about that? I I think we the they kept it fairly clean until the end um, where NASCAR was reviewing late race uh, things. Since uh, thank you for that segue right into my points. Um, the first one, uh, the twenty, Eric Jones, who's going to be out of that ride next year anyway, was told not to pass the eleven. Uh, first, he was told the 11's in this position or something like that. And then his spotter came out and said, do not pass the 11. So he he was there riding right behind him, just hanging out. Um, and was still complaining, give me a break, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, whatever. NASCAR said they were investigating it. And then they said, no, nah, there was nothing. No team orders going. And I'm like, what are you? What? That was explicitly a team order. Their definition of a team order then. I guess it's to wreck a guy or wreck yourself or something. I don't know what that's about. Um, I it's mean, very weird. Don't pass your teammate. Seems like a pretty cut, cut dry <laughs> order. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Before you go on, I'm sorry. Speaking of the eleven, have you guys seen his new Domino's commercial where oh, the little oh, kid you- goes, "Hey, Hamlin, nice PJs." Nope. Here we go. We are doing this right now. Okay, is this video full screen? Yes. Here we go. Okay, here we go. The 99 each. And with Domino's car side delivery, you can conveniently stay in your car while you do it. Pause. Just pause. 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 <laughs> <laughs> do I need to go back? So right away. Uh-huh. Yeah, get to that shot of, shot of DH there. Boom. So right away... <laughs> We are under the assumption that when it is not race car time, when it is, when it is not drive time, Diddy Hamlin is cruising around in his race car, no helmet, mm-hmm. regular no. steering well, wheel, no Hans device, but still wearing the, still wearing the uniform. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh God, what's the guy's name from the cartoon? I'm slick. Tom, Tom Slick, Slick. Yeah. like Tom Slick, when the race is over, he just takes the race car out on dates and stuff. Here he is, and it looks like, look at this, look at this look he's got on his face. Now I've only seen some side eye to somebody the next second, but I think he's giving, I think he's checking out some like mom in a sedan in the next scene here. But let's let's go for that. Check in online, and we'll quickly bring you so to so minivan driver. Domino's enthusiast. <laughs> now, I'm not sure if Denny Hamlin is sizing up that minivan wondering if his if his race car can take it or if he's <laughs> sizing up poor Sophia C. minivan driver. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is inappropriate. All right. We've got inappropriate male gaze from Denny Hamlin so far. Let's keep it going. Bring your food to you. Thank you. So you don't have to get out to get carry out. Stop. What? <laughs> what is your plan with that pizza? For those of you who have not seen this commercial, <laughs> Sophia C, pizza enthusiast, has opened the trunk of her minivan, which is empty. It's like the seats are down. The thing is empty. And our friendly Domino's employee takes two pizzas stacked on top of mm-hmm. each other and just lays them down in the middle of this giant minivan so she could... This is a bad plan, Domino's. That is a bad plan. Yeah, that they're going to be sliding. They're going to be stuck it. to this. 
One for her, one for Denny. Um, all right. And with Domino's so he, he put his car, turned his car off, and is uh, taking off the wheel. Even though it's just not a racing up, wheel. He's just got a regular <laughs> street legal wheel that he takes off. Okay, okay. So you don't have to get out. To get oh, he's got the five-point harness. Oh, he's getting out of his car. You're not supposed to do that. Pause him right here. Pause it. What's happening? <laughs> Hang on. You got to hear the little girl. You got to re- rewind. Listen to the little girl. Okay. By the way, this video that we're watching uh, is not from the TV. It's somebody filming their TV, and they put their thumb up in the middle of it just now. Did you see that? No. That was not part. Uh, where was this it? is the it's one right, that comes up right there. first. This oh is the gosh. thumb of oh the person taping. <laughs> as much as Jimmy Hamlin, this is this is totally horrible. Go ahead. Never change YouTube. Never change. Okay, let's go. Ahead. Here we go. Denny here. Hey Hamlin, I like your PJs. <laughs> 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 and he responds she with PJs. She says, "Hey Hamlin." I like your PJs. Didn't they just speed away and he just looks like a total chump? She, yeah, they kind of take off and you know those pieces both just like upended and hit the back tailgate of that uh, minivan now mm-hmm. oozing uh, white hot cheese and steaming uh, <laughs> uh, Parmigiano everywhere. I like your PJs. PJs. <laughs> Stay in the driver's seat with Domino's car side delivery. Plus, why is he getting out of his so, car? The whole point is you click the app and they put it in your car. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the point of the ad. Is call, They're making fun of him for being in his PJs because he got out of the car. So so I assume Bubba's going <laughs> to be doing the him. same thing next year? Uh, Bubba, uh, well, let, let's... Nice fight. <laughs> I see what's happening right here. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm reading between the lines. I didn't get it at first, but Coach cleared it up for me. Mm-hmm. This is for... <laughs> Thank you for the amazing video there. Yankees Avatar Sports Fan 69. You really <laughs> failed us out. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> if I'm understanding the premise of this commercial, Denny Hamlin is just like you. He's super mm-hmm. high in his PJs, but needs to go pick up a pizza. So don't get out of your car in your PJs. Stay in your car. <laughs> we don't need to see that. You're a mm-hmm. mess. <laughs> exactly. I get it. I get it. Wow. Thank you, Lizelle. That was a gift. Yep. Um, okay. Back to yeah, um, Kevin Harvick didn't seem real too happy at the end of that race as well. Um, yeah, well, Kevin Harvick had the worst race of his career at Martinsville. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, he went two laps down, but at the end they got his car right, and he was like the second fastest on the track consistently. Um, and like with like three to go, I didn't think he had you know he had basically empty track in front of him. So I thought, okay, he's going to finish here, and then what? It's going to be a foregone conclusion. And then with on the last corner, he somehow caught up to Kyle Busch in ninth place. And um, his, his spotter said something like, go for it or whatever. You got, you got to take it. So he did the worst <laughs> spin out I've ever seen. Because Kyle Busch did a, did a 360 and just went straight forward again and finished. No problem. No harm. No foul. Didn't lose a spot. And meanwhile, Kevin Harvick destroyed his car. <laughs> it's like watching a, 
uh, uh, L.A. police chase. I'm going to do the pick. (laughs) Keeps going every time. (laughs) Yeah. But the other thing is, like, on every other restart this year, he's been super good at just pushing the guy on the back bumper all the way up and then passing In the corner, right? Like, why couldn't he just done that? Why couldn't he just done that into the corner, just just bam into Kurt Busch, I mean, Kyle Busch, whatever, and push him up into the wall and then just take the spot? He would be in the championship right now if he was better at spinning Kyle Busch out. If he had just harvicked him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that is, oh, well. <sighs> so do we have anything? Whatever. Don't yeah. pretend. You're over here sighing all heavily like, you don't care about Kevin Harvick. He's had his due. He's fine. He's fine. You know what? You're you're right. He is fine. Um <laughs> I'm actually. I was actually kind of happy they didn't make it in because <laughs> yeah, take that Loki, the trickster god of NASCAR. <laughs> because oh, dude, you're just you're just going back to that fight where he put three freaking <laughs> put, push pushing the Kizlowski. back, yeah, yeah, pushing uh, in the yeah. back and make him fight. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not because of that. It's because of NASCAR and their their silly little like you can take you can have a scenario where the guy wins nine races. And doesn't have really any big DNFs, and yet there he goes. Joey Logano yep. can win one race uh, uh, out in the last twenty, and he can—he's in there fighting for the championship. And this guy who won nine and was dominating the whole season and led the most laps and did all this stuff is out because he didn't spin a guy outright, or you know he couldn't—he <laughs> just didn't harvick the guy. <laughs> let's let's move on past Logano talk. Let's. Uh... Let's get to Bubba. Uh, well, I just I just wanted to uh, before we got there. I just wanted to say I was kind of actually glad that the four didn't make it, um, just because it highlights the errors, the issues. You're with more NASCAR. happy that the twenty two is there. No, but well, I, I mean, more of he's a making the uh, best of a bad situation. Yes, because the twenty two doesn't deserve to be there, and the four does. Right. So what will this do? to the rules package what will this do to the championship in the future exactly yeah, that's, there, that's the point some rule changes yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah like once the 22 won that race and got in then i was like well pff, you know i mean harvick should be in but at, at the end of this race i was like you know what good because then they'll do some rule changes maybe i don't know anyway i don't know i mean a messed up situation. i mean you gotta show up yeah so like i like the elimination format better than i liked just straight points like yeah. it used to be because we would have we you could declare the winner three races before the end of the season at some times right mm. yeah I, I get that too but i'm just have to wonder what your logic here rob if that were well i don't know jeff gordon just saying in which position the four or the 22 the four. Um, yeah, no, doesn't matter. Luckily, back when I was watching NASCAR and I had a driver like Jeff Gordon, he won championships the real way, the <laughs> hard way. Yeah, I got one that way, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bobby Lamani. I hate um, you now, but... No, but that's where you have those big up and ups and downs like 
like sports have, right? Mm -hmm. It's more like other sports where you have a win or go home situation. You have to beat, you have to be at your best every time, like playoffs or playoffs. You can't take a week off on the playoffs and run around 22nd place, four laps down the whole time. It's just, it's playoffs, baby. Yeah, you can be the eighth rated team and make it in and do some damage. So yeah, I get that. I just don't like the fact that it's that guy. Yeah. Didn't work out this time. But but oh well. Anyway, so let's let's move on, uh, as Lizelle suggested, uh to the Bubba Wallace thing. Um the one thing I really don't like is this twenty three XI name. Because it's supposed to be twenty three eleven is the team name, but they it's twenty three the number and then XI Roman numerals. Just like did they not learn anything from the iPhone 10, iPhone X? <laughs> Everyone calls it the iPhone X and the XR and not the 10, 10R. Like, nobody's, that's 23XI. It just makes no sense. Well, it makes sense, but I just think it's dumb. No, it doesn't make any sense. Why does it make sense? Why is it, why, why would 11 have anything to do with it? Danny Hamlin. Well, that's his car number, but that's yes. not his name. That's not who he is. What if he drives the 20 next year? <laughs> Yeah, but Michael Jordan's number is twenty three. Danny Hamlin's only Danny Hamlin's eleven. So yeah, well, Danny Hamlin ain't no Michael Jordan. <laughs> I know he's better. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Anyway, I mean, I feel like there's a very real possibility that Danny Hamlin does not finish his career in the eleven car. There is a possibility. Yeah, that's a weird, although that how old a weird is he? Choice. How old is he? Uh, maybe if he's looking towards like maybe if he has if he has a contract, okay. I will I will concede the point. If he's got four years left on his contract and he's retiring after those four years, I will concede the point. But yeah. if he runs around like one of these old dudes and he's jumping from the twenty to the thirteen to the forty three to the whatever. As long as he doesn't end up racing for Michael Waltrip Racing, I'm good. <laughs> There's a Michael Waltrip Racing? I don't know. What's his beer called? Two time. Two time. Yeah. No, I. you know what I think was going to happen is since he's a team owner is that if he – he's 39 years old right now. Um, if he, you know, finishes Gibbs um, like in, in two years, he could just go to his own team and buy that number and take it if he can get sponsorship. I think he could. Okay, because that's so, another weird thing. If it's yeah. the twenty three eleven, and then like you know, Denny Hamlin retires for racing, and some like schmuck brother is driving <laughs> the eleven, and it sucks. Yeah, why would you tie your team name to a number? That's weird, man. Yeah, I, I bet he has. Like, an there are few people on this earth that can tie their ownership of a team to their number. Michael Jordan is one. Wayne mm-hmm. Gretzky is probably another. Mm-hmm. Well, and and even in NASCAR, the number three car is probably the most iconic, right? And who's driving sure. that? Some, some uh, schmuck. Some schmuck. So some yeah. schmuck brother, <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> or a schmuck cousin, or whatever. Race jams. That's what the team should have been called. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually uh-huh. a really good name. Believe it or not, that's uh-huh. actually really good. Uh huh. Uh, anyway, so let's do this. Um, going to Phoenix. What are your expectations for this final race? 
Um, I think it will be, well, in the past, there would always be some kind of weird surprise. Like one of the contenders wheels would fall <laughs> or somebody would like just run into the back of a lap down car. Like there's, mm. a, there was always something weird that would happen to one of the top three or four contenders. Yeah. It was always something in the pit that would happen. And then somebody coming out the pit. And then when the race restarted, boom, right away, there'd be some problem. So that's what I'm looking for is one of these four guys is going to have some like weird happenstance thing. Take him out. And then there's going to be one guy who's like just running like an idiot in the back, like uh, like Kevin Harvick this last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. So our championship four are Brad Kozlowski, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and Danny Hamlin. Those are the four, yeah? Mm-hmm. And it'd be you really pit, coach. It'd be really nice if Chase Elliott could win this title. I'm I'm pulling for Chase, but I think Brad Keselowski is the car to beat. But since it's track track, I'm Juke Lazell and picked Denny Hamlin. doing over there just oh boy oh boy oh boy i'm glad we're not in the same room believe it or not because there would have been a jack daniels bottle aimed at my head right there (laughs) you you want to bank that jack daniels bottle right up believe it or not i wasn't picking denny hamlet doesn't matter i i I had to juke so good because now you're rooting against him if you think i'm picking a 22 put a freaking 22 revolver to my head and just shoot (laughs) that ain't gonna happen uh, Kevin Harvick. What? What? Yep. Kevin You're Harvick. Pick Kevin Harvick Great. for this Write race? it down. Put it in there, coach. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Harvick. Um, I absolutely. Well, go on. Like, give your give your explanation. Um, because he's out, I don't think he has anything to lose. He's such a tough driver. I, even if he's racing somebody and they're up for the chance, I mean, like if he's racing against the 22, 22 has a chance to win. You know, Harvick won't let that happen. So, I mean, got to pray okay. for that. I mean, he's he's now owed something. Kyle Busch is probably going to give him a little little bump and run. Oh yeah, um, it'll probably yeah. end up being that guy. Yeah, um, or his but, brother, or both of them. Yeah. But I do believe that Kevin Harvick has won something like nine races at this track. It's oh, it's wow. insane. It's yeah, yeah he's that's really the other good thing. here. Didn't do your homework, did you? Uh, one, two. Oh, I was just gonna pick Denny Hamlin and juke you and put the three, curse on. Four, five, well, six, you've done seven, that enough times eight, already. Nine. Here. Yep. Um. So yeah, he's won nine races here. Uh, his last win was in 2018 in the March race at Phoenix. Um. But I, I, I mean. It's it's your pick. You can take him. And every time I say I don't think that's a wise pick, you end up beating me. So he beats us. Yeah. 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 Anytime so, I can beat you guys into the ground, it's all good. <laughs> and you're leading the so, stats ten to ten to nine for me. Right. So 
That's what I was going to ask about. So if Denny Ham now is it double is it double points round? If Denny Hamlin wins the race and the championship, does Coach get two points and beat Lazelle with his own guy? <gasps> oh, <laughs> or is the best we can hope for a tie? Even what I would actually take, I would actually take it. Okay, I would actually take that. <laughs> double points, no, double I think juke. We, I, I think. Yeah. To see Mr. PJ's win, I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, cool. if you're sticking with them, you stick with them. All right. I am shocked and surprised that neither one of you took uh, Brad Kozlowski. I totally agree, Coach. He's got the car to beat. He has that super dominant car and has been talking about it for months. Oh, that's the car we're saving for Phoenix. That's the car we're saving for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. We're going to be unstoppable at Phoenix. So... Um, I, I'm in a conundrum. I did not expect that, <laughs> that choice to be like, <laughs> if I had any chance of getting close to either of you in the track schmack points, I would pick the two hands down. No problem. Mm-hmm. I definitely think, uh, it's the car to beat, but you know, he could be the driver that has that weird thing we were talking about earlier. I want to pick Chase Elliott because I would like to, uh, root, uh, with my heart <laughs> for that young man <laughs> to win the championship. <laughs> This week, uh, I think that would be fantastic for him. I would love to see him in victory lane. I think we'd all be good with that. Yep. Yeah. I want to see awesome Bill from Dawsonville there in victory lane with his boy with the, their hands up. Just I think it's uh, going to be great. I think um, like. I think it would be a great moment to see that generational coming together of like the old school Bill Elliott and the new school Chase Elliott. I think that would be a great period uh, for the end of the season, a season in which like I'm pretty proud of NASCAR. NASCAR made a lot of good decisions Mm -hmm. and they overcame a lot this year. Yeah, Like that whole, we're going to do two races a week as soon as they let us. And we're going to, you know, limit our track time and we're going to make new rules and adjustments that level the playing field for everyone so that we can get this season in. And they got caught up before the playoffs so that they could run their regular schedule there. Like that took a lot of logistics and they didn't have to do it. Um, and of course, like a lot of that is, um, you know, it's it's profit driven. Of course, it's a business. But at the same time, like in the time where there were no sports Nobody was doing anything and we were all just aching for some, you know, live, exciting entertainment. NASCAR is the ones that delivered. Uh, NASCAR, think, was, NASCAR was the first ones to really just step up and handle business. And that's cool. Yeah. And I think a Chase Elliott championship is a really great bookend uh, to that more than any of the other ones. But, you know, I, I don't have Brad Keselowski was a championship. Great. Good for him. Danny Hamlin was a championship. Great. Good for him. But they, I feel like they'd just be a little something special if, uh, if Chase Elliott won it. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. All right, everybody. Well, that is a schmack, and we have enjoyed talking to you. The next time, if you would like uh, uh, some more content, be sure to join us live on Twitch at uh, noon Pacific this Sunday. I'm Rob. I'm Coach. I'm Lizelle. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Track Schmack Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to trackschmack at gmail.com.